0: The following is a presentation of the Premier Dance Network. Hi everyone, Kimberly Fulker here, the founder and CEO of the Premier Dance Network, the only podcast network dedicated solely to the world of dance. And welcome to Chat with your host, Barry Karelis. Hello, and welcome back. Thanks for coming to chat. I'm your host, Barry Crolls, and you are listening to Pa the Chat Talking Dance on the Premier Dance Network. In this bi-weekly podcast, I candidly offer educational conversations and thoughtful analysis on all things dance. With my vast background as a director, choreographer, instructor, and dancer, I'm happy to share my 18 plus years of experience with you, whether you're a professional dancer or just listening in for an insider's look into our fascinating art form. So, put your earbuds in, grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and let's talk dance. Shalom. (laughs) Shalom Aleichem. (laughs) Thank you for joining me this week for another episode of Pod a Chat Talking Dance. The reason that I am saying shalom is because I am recording this on Thursday evening. The sun has gone down and it is officially Hanukkah. So, I would like to wish... uh, Chanukah Sameach to all of my Jewish listeners. I hope that you have a warm and bright, <laughs> how many ways can I go about this uh, holiday full of light for the festival of lights? Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Enough in that. Anyway, happy Hanukkah to all of you and to all of you who are not Jewish. I'm uh, hoping that you are having a safe and healthy holiday season. Um next episode will be coming out probably on Christmas Day. So <clears throat> then I can wish all of y'all that <laughs> I can wish you guys a, a merry merry Christmas, but we're not there yet. So happy Hanukkah. Um Thinking of the holidays, uh, I'm going to do a little plug for my friend, Melissa Clapper, uh, who formerly did the the podcast on the Premier Dance Network, Pirouettes from the Past. Um, Melissa is a recreational dancer, but she is uh, very knowledgeable in in, in ballet, and uh, she is a historian and She is a professor at Rowan University, uh, and I don't want to get this wrong, but it's women's studies and Jewish literature, and uh, a handful. She's just well-versed. But she wrote a book that came out at uh, earlier this year. Uh, It's a great book. It's called Ballet Class in American History, Um, and I was actually a part of the interview process for this. And you might even, if you if you get it, you might even find a a picture or two of me and a quote or two of me in there. Um, I'm just going to read you a little section from inside the book. Um, Ballet class in American history explores the growth of ballet from an ancillary, ancillary, I can talk ancillary uh, part of 19th century musical theater, opera, and vaudeville to the quintessential extracurricular activity it is today, pursued by countless children nationwide and an integral part of 20th century American childhood across borders of gender, class, race, and sexuality. Essentially, this book is about how uh, ballet went from just being a professional training uh, program into something that is really a part of our mainstream culture. Um, I mean, if you talk to most little girls to older women, they've all taken ballet at some point in their life. Um, It is ingrained in our culture. And Melissa did a great job of going through the history of uh, ballet class uh, in the United States and how it has evolved in the last century. So if you are looking for a good holiday read, um, or a good holiday gift for those the ballet lovers out there, check out Ballet Class in American History by Melissa Clapper. And I believe you can buy it on Amazon or, you know, just do your Google thing and find it. Um, yeah, so that's my holiday idea of the season. Um, <clears throat> what else is going on? I'm currently finishing up my virtual... Um, Pirouettes, improving your pirouettes workshop. Uh, we have about another, I think we have tomorrow and then next week. And then I'll probably do some virtual classes throughout uh, the rest of the holiday season. And then I'm actually planning on doing an intro to ballet virtual workshop starting on the 8th of January in 2021. I know people are happy to see 2020 go. So yeah, um, if you're interested in that, you can always. Uh, reach out to me on my social media. I have at b corollis. that's my Instagram, and you can DM me there, or you can head on over to my Facebook, Barry Corollis, that's K-E-R-O-L-L-I-S, and send me a message there, and I will put you on my virtual class list um, and virtual workshop list and send you that. What else? Um, My company, Movement Headquarters, we uh, are approaching the end of the year. So if you are thinking about uh, any of those end-of-the-year donations that you need to make um, or want to make, I hope that you will keep us in mind. We can take tax-deductible donations uh, as we uh, they, they help us move forward with our programming and to make sure that our, our artists are paid, um, which is very important during this time where the performing arts are not uh, doing as much, um, but I am still keeping my dancers working um, and any help is appreciated. You can visit www.movementhqballet.org. And then last opening announcement is um, I am, my company is currently, we just launched a Patreon um, which you can find at www.patreon.com www.patreon, forward slash movement HQ. Um, and I'm actually going to share a bit of information about our Patreon, um, to, in today's podcast. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're offering exclusive content, uh, as we develop our n- new immersive nutcracker land of the sweets. So if you want to be, uh, if you want to join us on that journey, uh, you can visit patreon.com forward slash movement HQ, and you can, uh, become a member, uh, and s- subscribe for exclusive content. So, all right, those are my announcements for now. Um, I'll probably have more, <laughs> lots of things are happening. I feel like everything is moving so fast right now because Everybody's trying to crunch as, as much as they can into the next couple of weeks because it feels like New York City is heading towards another shutdown. It seems like we're doing better than much of the rest of the country, but we cannot escape the realities of the world. Um, so yeah, things are moving fast, um, but yeah, that's that's where we are right now. So what are we doing today? We're talking about Patreon. I have heard about Patreon for years. Actually, when I first started doing this podcast, our producer and CEO, uh, Kimberly Falker, she had mentioned doing a Patreon, uh, like me personally doing a Patreon for my, my podcast. And you know, it's like one of those things where you go like, that sounds like, a great idea but i have no clue what it is and i don't have the time to figure it out so it would have been great if i could have done that to support this podcast which i've been doing for free for years um <clears throat> i like i don't get paid for this this is me sharing my joy and love for dance with all of you but um that was a, a, an idea a, a, a revenue stream that I I could have done. But, you know, the timing wasn't right. And I just wasn't ready to have Patreon in my life. Um, And then I had heard about a few things here and there, Um, even at the beginning of the pandemic when everything shut down and I was trying to figure out how to make more money. um, I looked at Patreon, but I still was like, I don't know. I don't know how this works. I don't have the time. I'm just going to do my thing. Um, But the timing is is right, and I finally figured out exactly what Patreon is, and I'm so glad that I did because um, I honestly think that I'm probably going to use Patreon from now on. Um, We are doing our Patreon specifically for the building of our Land of the Sweets, but I'm assuming that when we are done with that content, we're going to adapt it into something else. Um, so yeah, I'm talking about like how I got into it, but I want to start from the very beginning so that you understand, uh, everything. So what exactly is Patreon? Um, Patreon, I should have reached out to them and seen if they would sponsor this podcast because they're getting all the, all the, the, (laughs) the, cues. What's the word I'm looking for? Promos. Um, all that stuff. But yeah, so what is Patreon? Patreon is a website. Um, and essentially it's an online platform. And what it does is it allows anybody to create membership tiers and offer exclusive content, um, to, uh, help promote your work, but also fund your work while you're doing it. Um, We're using this, Movement Headquarters is using this uh, from the perspective of like the performing arts, but you don't even have to be in the performing arts to do this. Say that you want to invent something, Um, you could fund that. Say that you're going on a journey that is interesting, you could do that. Like I know that there are several YouTubers, Uh, my, my husband and I are obsessed with travel videos on YouTube, and I know that several of them... Um, use Patreon to help fund their travels and also to help uh, bring them income while they're on the go, because when you're traveling frequently, it can be hard to, it's not like you can find a job, show up every day from nine to five, um, make your money and then disappear for two months. Um, so yeah, what it does is it allows you to create these tiers of membership that people can uh, essentially pay like a monthly subscription fee to, and then you can bring people along on the journey um, in any way that you really want. But what I really like about Patreon is how streamlined they make it. And this is I think where I why I didn't actually start using Patreon earlier. I thought it was more complicated than it than it actually is. Once I, I finally made our account and started looking at the platform, I realized that it's actually quite, quite simple. Um, so yeah, Patreon it's essentially a membership platform that that's online that allows you to connect with an audience to keep them engaged and to offer them content and then to get uh, to to make some money um, while you're doing that entire process um, obviously if you were to join patreon for something and you don't have uh, access to a lot of uh, followers say on your social media or a large community I mean these days we can't see too many people in person but you um, when we can get back to that people that you're regularly around, whether it's coworkers or friends or um, people at your synagogue, when you go to Hanukkah services, (laughs) anything like that. if you don't have access to that, it might be a slower build and you're going to have to put in more time and effort. But if you uh, if you have a larger audience that you're reaching out to, this could be a very easy way to go about it. Uh, otherwise, you're going to have to put more effort into it. And even like Movement Headquarters, we, we just launched it, but um, and I have a, a large audience following me, but I feel like it takes a lot of uh, cultivation and uh, almost like if you see more people doing it, then they're more likely to do it. So, um, we're working on that, but I'm getting off track. Uh, that's, that's what Patreon is. Um, and I, I do believe that it is considered like a true sale. So it's like, if you, um, make like one of your subscriptions, $5 a month, um, I, there's a certain percentage that's taken out of it by Patreon. Like that's how they, they take care of things. You can, it's like Indiegogo or, uh, kickstarter in that sense where you don't pay to use the platform essentially whatever you have subscribers pay a portion that is taken out so you need to make sure that beforehand you think um like how much am i hoping to make and that's going to be after the fee so say that i'm hoping to make five dollars from a person um every month that is a subscriber i'm not going to charge five dollars i'm going to charge six or something like that um but yeah, it's that, that's what Patreon is. It, it's funded through your subscribers um, to use the platform, and then you put content out. Um, so yeah, that is what Patreon is. It's been around for a while. I just don't think uh, as many people know exactly what it is. I feel like a lot of people have heard of it, but I don't feel that a ton of people actually know what it is. So that's my my personal explanation. Um, And yeah, so why is Patreon such a great platform? I've already explained that just a little bit. But the first and most obvious is that it is super, super easy to set up. Um, They have a template that you pretty much fill out and they can offer suggestions or you can clear it up and you can do your own thing. But um, uh, let me pull up my Patreon right now so I can talk about it while I'm doing it. So Um, what happens is you sign in and, um, you can create like, you can put up images and so you can explain exactly what you're doing. Movement Headquarters Ballet Company is creating an immersive nutcracker to build a foundation for our future. And then there are these membership tiers. Um, and you can, I think you can do as many membership tiers as you want, um, to sign up, there are multiple ways to do it. There's like something that that you don't get as much money taken out of, but you can only offer one membership level. So if you're not looking to be charged by Patreon, um, there's that. I'm at the second level. I think it's called the Pro level, and that allows me to create multiple tiers of membership. Um, there's also options to do like merchandising and stuff like that, but I don't need that, so I didn't. I didn't select to do that. But we've selected so far to do three tiers. Um, and each tier it's like you the first tier you get something the second tier you get the first tier and the second tier the third tier you get first second and third i'm going to talk more about how i decided to do that stuff um in a moment but uh so you set up your tiers you have to determine how much it's going to cost each month and like i said uh, you want to make sure that you're determining exactly like what you're going to get after they take out those fees um, and then you kind of explain what your membership, what each membership level is. And then, um, there's like a short summation at the, underneath all that, where you, um, you just say like a simple version of like what you're saying, like uh, exclusive content or digital download or, uh, footage on YouTube, things like that. So kind of is, uh, an abridged or abbreviated, uh, share of what you're doing. Um, so pretty much that's like probably the most work setting that up. Um, obviously depending on what you're going to be offering, um, that's different and you do have to really, uh, that's one thing I do recommend looking at on Patreon before you, uh, you sign up and do everything, make sure that what you're doing is actually allowed to be offered. Like one of the tiers that we were considering, I'm working with, uh, a personal chef who takes ballet class with me and she's uh great food she makes some really great food she's actually making um foods that pair with different scenes from our nutcr- our immersive nutcracker so that next year when we do it in person there's going to be also like uh Uh, taste element to the immersive experience. Um, We're considering a way to still offer this, um, but we can't do it through Patreon um, because you're not allowed to sell food through Patreon. So just make sure like I I know that uh, I know that I've seen Um, a few, like some will do they're photographers and they offer photographs and that's fine. Or if you're a dance company and you're offering videos, um, that's all fine. Um, but, uh, you just want to make sure that you're not like, oh, we're totally going to do this. And then you set it all up and you realize that you're not actually allowed to do those things because when I started doing the abbreviated list, that's when I saw, um, that you can't sell food. Um, so yeah, after you, after you do all that, you're gonna have to do like an about us, like, what are, what are we doing? Who are we? Why are we doing this? What do we want? Um, and then you can set goals. Like if you get like up to 25 patrons that like subscribers, you'll do this. Um, and then you can post things. And what I think is really cool is you can post publicly so that anybody that sees your page can see posts. And then you can also post um, to, all, to only your subscribers, or you can post only to tiers of subscribers. And that's what I think is really, really fascinating. It, it's really, really simple to share with everybody, share with um, all the people who are members, and then to share with certain members. Um, so yeah they just make it so easy and then um, you have you can uh, attach one of your bank accounts to the patreon and then um, you can have it dispersed regularly uh, in, into your bank bank account or you can choose when to do it. So yeah that's that's why I think that patreon is so great. It's actually really really simple to set up. They kind of hold your hand along the way um, And if you're like me who, I'm like a go getter, and I have so many different things that I'm doing. I don't, I don't have tons of time to like really research how to set things up. Like my website, like I can do things, I can get things done, and I can start from scratch and I can learn. Like with my website, I just gave up because it was going to take so much time for me to learn how to like actually put a website together without doing like a really cheap uh, template um, on a website that is really like glitchy. Um, this is not like that. This is, it's super simple, super streamlined and it really holds your hand along, along the way. So isn't that cool? Um, so, okay, I want to tell you what what movement headquarters is offering, um, what type of content we're doing on Patreon, just so that you uh, can get a sense of how we're going about this because I truly do think that this is something i mean i don't we don't know how much longer this pandemic is going to go on, and then after that as well, it's going to take a while for the performing arts to rev up again, which might mean there are a lot of workers in the performing arts who still need to find different paths of income to survive. Um, we're not, we're, we're using this as a path of, uh, income for a company to fund, um, our, like I said, our immersive nutcracker and to pay our artists and, and all that. And then also to further engage audiences to get people excited for our premiere in 2021. Um, but yeah, I want to share with you exactly what we're doing. So, um, you can get a sense so that maybe if you are, maybe if if you're just a little bit, uh, what's the word? If, if you're a little concerned about doing it, maybe this will share some insight as to how I did it. Um, and it can inspire you to do it in your own way. Um, so yeah, we are, like I said before, movement headquarters, we are creating an immersive nutcracker to build a foundation for our future. I think that's important because the nutcracker is, Pivotal to most American ballet companies. They make 25 to 50% of the annual revenue for most companies. Um, so, yeah, let, let's start with our. I'm going to just read you the about section so that it explains exactly how we're going about it. Movement Headquarters Ballet Company is beginning the journey to develop an original immersive nutcracker that will hold its New York City premiere in t- December 2021 with choreography by artistic director Barry Carolus. That's me. And an original score commissioned from Italian composer or Alessandra Paganelli. We are building a holiday classic unlike you have ever experienced. I'm good with words. You know, it's kind of my job. Stand up from your seats and prepare to walk into Clara's world as she copes with the reality that nobody showed up for her holiday party. Is it COVID or is she just not a nice person? <laughs> um, audience members experience the world through Clara's eyes as she seeks comfort, spirals in and out of her emotions and eventually finds joy in the holiday spirit within herself. Join us on this journey as we share footage from our rehearsals, snippets of our original score, and special behind-the-scenes details regarding our unique storyline, enthralling music, immersive elements, creative inspiration, and much more. Uh, And then I explain Movement Headquarters Ballet Company is a New York City-based ballet company headed by artistic director and choreographer Barry Corliss. We boast a roster of 13 compelling company artists with diverse training in classical ballet, dance theater, and contemporary practices. And then I tell people that they can find us on our website. Um, So that's what we're doing Um on our Patreon. And like I said, our our main goals, like complete and total transparency, is we want to fund our build of uh the Nutcracker outside of our donors that we already have, and also to engage with our current audience and to find a pathway to get more audience members. Um, so that is our purpose. So we created three uh, tiers of membership that people can uh, can utilize. And I wanted to make sure that in my thought process, I wanted something that seemed affordable. We are in a time, like, it's like the Great Depression, people, but 2020, not like 1929. Um, it's a hard time. And yes, some people are doing very well, but there are many people that are really suffering. But at the same time, I've even had people who... They've lost their jobs, but they still want to have access to this, uh, art, the the performing arts because we help people through hard times and whether it's, you relate to something that we share, whether it's an escape for you, whether it makes you feel good about yourself because you are contributing, um, to something that is going to be beautiful and, and creative and, um, bring people together again when we can come together again, um, I wanted to make sure that these were affordable options. I'm not here to like gouge people. Um, So we, our first tier of membership, I I call it "Hear the Music." Um, It's five dollars per month, which essentially is the equivalent to like a latte. I had a chestnut praline latte today because I love everything from like pumpkin spice to January first is amazing, and then Starbucks lets us down pretty much for like the rest of the year. Um, That's no shade on Starbucks because I I go when. I go there so frequently they, they should sponsor me because I probably send them so much money. But, um, so our first one is hear the music. Um, and what we're doing with this is we are offering, uh, like two minute clip of our original score as it comes in. It is currently like in the making Alessandro Paganelli. He lives in Berlin. Um, and he's this fantastic Italian composer. Um, he is reimagining the Nutcracker score, which I am so proud of the work that he's been doing. And I'm so happy that I was connected with him um, because it's just really interesting. He's playing like he he's, he's creating this music electronically. Um, and when you first start listening to it, you you aren't always completely sure that it's the Nutcracker, but you don't have to look for it. It just finds its way to you. And um, it definitely feels like the Nutcracker, but he's condensing. So our, our Nutcracker will probably be about an hour versus like an hour and a half. Um, he's condensing things. So like our party scene, instead of being uh, 20 or 30 minutes, it's like eight minutes. Um, but there are elements of it throughout that section. So what we're doing is as the music comes in, we're releasing digital downloads to the $5 per month subscribers in, in the... Hear the music, I say for music lovers um, in that. But so once a month, we're, because we have 10, 10 rooms, once a month for 10 months, we're going to be releasing um, that. And then beyond that, you also get like insider updates. So that's how we decide to go about that. Then our second tier is See the Dance. Um, and it's rehearsal sampling. So this one, it's $5 more, it's $10 a month. So essentially though, um, a par- as a part of this membership level, you also get this hear the music membership. So um, essentially, you're just paying $5 for the music, $5 for the rehearsal footage. So, um, this level of membership, what it does is once a month, we're going to release uh, a two to three minute clip of footage from our rehearsals as we build this immersive nutcracker. Um, it's raw footage. It's in, uh, this, we're working actually in a photo studio because in New York city, um, most studios are closed and the ones that are open are really, really expensive. So, um, our essentially company photographer at this point, um, has been donating her space and also she's been donating, uh, her time as videographer and, uh, we are getting some really wonderful professional footage of our rehearsals. So we are, going to release that once a month as well. So, um, that's one thing that I like about this too. It's not like you get like the first level is one thing. The second level is one thing. The third level is one thing. It's essentially like the first level is one thing. The second level is like a two for one. And the third level is like a a three for one. So, um, that's what we did. You get the first tier. You get the the footage of rehearsal, and then um, ex- like you get the patron only updates. <clears throat> then our fifteen dollar option. So we did five dollars, ten dollars, fifteen dollars. It's a behind the curtain insiders sampling. Um, so with each of the artists and myself, um, when we complete a room, because it's going to be a walk through experience that you, you essentially walk into the Nutcracker, and you are in the Nutcracker when we do it. Um, so, as we've been filming each one um, afterwards, we have a sit down interview with our uh, the dancer for that room, um, and for me with me as well. And then as we move further along in the process, we might even start to include an interview with um, Alessandro Paganelli. Um, we might do it with any collaborators that we're working with throughout. so. Um I say this membership level is for those who love to be in the know on what is happening behind the scenes of a production. Um so if people love learning about the finer details of new works, that's those are the people that are going to do this. But again, it's $15 is $5 more and it's essentially like the cost of like a fancy cocktail. So it's that like one cocktail a month. How many times have people gone out to bars and gotten like three fancy cocktails in one night? So if you can do that one night, you can do that once a month. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's that's how I also like to tell people um, Patreon works, because if you think about it in that way, it seems $15, you might be like, oh, I don't want to do that. But if you think about what you're actually spending $15 on, on other things that you enjoy, this is not that bad. Um, in fact, it's fantastic and great. But yeah, so um, as a part of this, uh, they're going to get exclusive behind-the-scenes footage and interviews, plus the music sampling, plus the rehearsal footage. Um, So yeah, it was really, really easy to set it up. I think that altogether, um, I probably spent maybe an hour setting up the Patreon before I launched it. Um, Something that you should make sure that you know, um, there is a review process that happens once you launch it. So don't be that person that like you set a launch date, and you tell everybody you're launching that date, um, and then go through the process to launch it that day. Um, I actually launched like two or three days before I announced it to anybody, um, because I wanted to make sure everything went smoothly. That's always a good idea. Um, because we were approved within like 30 minutes. It happened really fast. But if you do something like say that we had done the food tier, um, we would have probably had to gotten, uh, denied. And I don't know what would have happened if it would have been put into like a holding status or if we just would have had to delete it. Um, I'm not really sure, but I would recommend doing it beforehand. So that's what we're introducing, um, on, on Patreon. And I, like I said, I think it's going to benefit us in multiple ways. Obviously the most obvious is that we're going to get money to continue to be able to function as a company, to pay our dancers, to buy props and, um, Elements that we need to make it immersive and costuming and pay uh, collaborators and all of that eventually a venue, Um, but beyond that, like we're also benefiting from being able to stay more engaged with our uh, with our donor base and with our audience. Especially during COVID times, it's so hard to connect with people because. A, you can't connect with them in person, but B, everybody's trying to connect with everybody online. So there's so much out there. Um, I think that this is like a simple way to do that without having to like constantly... um, constantly put yourself out there on your social media. I can tell like personally on me, like for myself being the director of a company, a choreographer, a teacher, and then also having, um, I, ha- I have my own Instagram and Facebook and then my company also has the same. If I sort of, I'm at the point after almost a year of functioning that if I cross promote now that like my, my company social media is starting to separate from my personal social media. And if I cross promote, People shut down on my Instagram and they stop even engaging. Um, so what this does is this gives you a way to engage with the people who want to engage with you um, without feeling like you have to flood your own personal social media with uh, sales pitches. Because it's like it's good every once in a while, but I I see the engagement on my my social media completely crash now. Um, if I do more than like one publicity type thing um, for my company now. Um, so I really love that it's a really streamlined platform for me to continue engaging with the people who want to engage. It kind of separates my personal social media from my professional Social media and allows us to do uh, to do more in different ways. There, there's so much that you can do on Patreon. Like I said, they really need to pay me for this episode because I'm giving them such great words. <laughs> um, so okay, now if you want to get on Patreon, I obviously you're gonna have to do the work, but I want to give you just some ideas um, who can use it and how you can use it. Um, and this is what I came up with. So companies. Um. Obviously, companies are a really good uh, way of doing this. Sorry, a really good. Uh, I've been going since ten a.m. this morning, and I seriously haven't taken one break. My brain's not working anymore. But um, companies. What is the word I'm looking for? Um, this is obviously a perfect platform for companies. Um, There's so many things you can do. You can. Uh, you can share choreography. You can give insider insights into the functioning of your company. Um, you can get into more than just like your studio work. You can talk about behind the scenes. You can talk to, uh, with collaborators. Um, say that you are creating a piece that's inspired by a story. Um, I just got a text message. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, if you're creating a full length piece cr- uh, created by a book or sorry, uh inspired by a book, maybe you're going to share some excerpts of that book. Um, you can allow people to get to know your artists. Um, you can do like a meet and greet with the artists. You can even offer rehearsal live streams on there so that you're not just putting it out like a live stream on Instagram, but it's actually a benefit that people, uh, they pay for a certain amount every month and a a live stream, um, is a, is a benefit or you can do Q and A's like, there's so much, there's so much that you can do. Um, and you don't even have to have like the highest quality stuff. Like, like I said, we're very lucky that, um, Liz Schneider-Cohen, our our photographer, is um, being so generous with what she's doing um, and using her like professional equipment to give us footage. But you could seriously take your iPhone and you could do stuff on your iPhone, like upload to your computer and then edit it on iMovie. You don't even have to pay for Final Cut Pro. And you can start there and just lower the value of the, not not the value, up the value lower the cost of the membership. And then over time, as you, uh, get more funding and you can get better quality stuff or hire people to help you, you can start to raise the prices. It's not like you're stuck into that there. So if you're, uh, running a company or a member of a company that's struggling, um, you can recommend that your, your, uh, upper levels, if they're open to hearing from it, um, administrators to do something like this. Um, Schools. This could be a great way to save schools. It could be a great way to engage parents. It could be a great way to bring in new students. Um, If there are schools that don't allow parents to watch classes, you could live stream classes. Um, You could sell merchandise through this. Like you could do like $5 a month and you get like a small like button one month, a sticker one month, a magnet one month. Um, if you do $20 a month, you get a t-shirt one month, you get a hat one month, you get a mug one month. If you do $50 a month, you get a hoodie one month, you get a blanket. Do they make blankets with like insignias in it? Who knows? Dream it up people, figure it out. Find a way to save your companies, find a way to save your schools. Um, if there's, uh, you could do, uh, there, there's so many different elements. Um, say that you need to fund a new floor. Um, you could do like dancer videos or you could do interviews with your dancers. Um, you could do uh, choreography clips where if a person a person is a member, they can give a cue and your, student, your students each do like a, 15 second choreography clip that you uh tie together in iMovie and then you do that um or like sequ- there was this thing that san francisco ballet has has done i don't know if they're still doing it It was called Sequencia, like sequence but with a tia at the end and what they were doing was like eight to 16 counts of choreography and a dancer would like give the next dancer their final pose and then the next dancer would like start in that pose and then dance and then end. And then they give that pose to the next dancer. And what it looked like was all the dancers were doing the same choreography. Um, that's something you guys could do. Just be creative. There's so many different ways that you can keep your school alive, pay your rent, get a new floor. Um, go on that. When, when we can travel again, go on that. Uh, go to that competition uh, that maybe some kids couldn't afford to uh, create a scholarship program for students whose p- families lost uh, jobs during the, the pandemic. There, There's so many great things you can do. Um, that's my ideas. Those are my ideas for schools. If you're a dancer, a professional dancer, and you, you've lost your job and you, are, you lost your side hustle or you're struggling to make work, this is actually probably a good thing to start doing now because, excuse me, once you get back into work, you're going to be able to, to use, continue to use this. You could offer weekly photos. Um, you could offer rehearsal clips. You could start to journal like a blog and you could share your experiences as an artist. So like every week you offer some insights. Maybe you, it, if you're really into fitness um, or maybe your side hustle is you're a Pilates teacher, you're, uh, you're a coach at a gym, like helping uh, like helping people with fitness, you could offer like a 30 second fitness, uh, tip. Um, you could offer so much in different ways as dancers. We have so much to offer because, um, one thing, this sounds pretentious, but it's true. We are art. We, we are art. So you can create content with yourself. You don't have to go out and buy anything to create it. You can do it yourself. Um, and we are physical movers. We are involved in fitness. We have to be extremely intelligent and thoughtful. Um, we have to find other ways to survive. Um, so we often have so many different pathways of, uh, possibilities, when it comes to something like Patreon, so you could you could definitely come up with something. Um, if you are having a hard time, reach out to me and uh, I can I can help brainstorm with you. Um, if you're a choreographer, you can give uh, another another uh, group that can use Patreon. If you're a choreographer, you can give insight into your creative process, rehearsal clips, like I said, live streams, Q and A's. Um, you can offer, I've done this before where <clears throat> not on Patreon, but, um, if a donor donates a certain amount, um, I would create a 30 second improv for them. Or, uh, if they told me a story, I could create a 30 second improv based off of that. And then I would send them the footage. So that it was almost like a visualization of their story. Um, there's photographers, Trey McIntyre. This is actually one of the, he, he is one of the people who inspired me to really like dig into Patreon. He's a, a, a f- fantastic choreographer. Obviously he used to have a company Trey McIntyre project, but he, um, is also on Patreon now. Um, cause he's done a lot of photography. Um, and a lot of the photography because it is like artistic nudes cannot be put on social media. It'll be, uh, it'll be shut down. So he actually offers some of these photos through his, his Patreon. Um, so you can do that if you're a dance photographer, like there's so many great ways to do this. Um, the one thing that I would recommend for anybody to do it, I would, how do I say this without having you do it? I would, almost undervalued what you think it's worth before you overvalue it. Obviously you want to find that like sweet spot where you feel like you're getting what, what uh, you deserve to get paid for your membership tiers. Um, but I find that more often than not, like I've seen some Patreons, like I obviously did my research before I did it where um, somebody does like $1 a month, like three dollars a month, five dollars a month, and I'm like, damn, that's not a lot. Um, but then, other times I'll see people do like five, twenty, and like thirty, and I'm like, I don't know anything about you. I don't know anything about the quality, and you've been on here for like a year, and you have three pay- patrons um, that are mo- like paying a monthly fee for content from you. I would rather have like thirty patrons paying five dollars. Than have like three patrons paying like twenty dollars. Does that make sense? So obviously I'm I I want you to find that sweet spot, but I would say maybe consider undervaluing first and then over time you could increase what the cost is if you find that people are really engaged and it's um you're not getting enough money. But I would say that. Never undervalue yourself. You have value, but just make sure I maybe instead, I mean, don't overvalue what you're offering. Um, And also just keeping in consideration the times. So yes, all of that. Um, So yeah, what it comes down to is this is such a valuable tool, especially during this time. Um, And it's a valuable tool for anybody, but especially for artists. I think that so many artists don't realize that they have this, they have access to this. And if you are, just a bit creative and you are consistent in putting out content, um, you could create another stream of income that could be really, really valuable to the, to you, um, in the future, especially once you, it, it, it takes more time to set it up. It's like, if you set it up now and then once things pick up and you start getting paid, like you were before the pandemic, you're going to have this money on top of it, um, So yeah, this is a great platform for anybody, especially people who don't understand the complexities of building and engaging a larger audience. It kind of holds your hands through the process. So... I learned something new, and I really wanted to share it with you, and I hope that it can help you. Um, again, I if you want to see what we're doing, head on over to our Patreon. It's www.patreon.com forward slash movementhq. If that didn't work, you can head on to my Instagram at bcorollist or our company Instagram at movementhq. That's not right. Movement underscore uh, headquarters. Um, and you can find that at our, in our link, uh, in the bio, um, head on over there. If you like what we're doing and you're interested in following us on our journey to building land of the suites, um, go ahead and subscribe, pay for pay that one latte a month that one sandwich a month at that bougie uh, sandwich shop you like to go to or that one like classy clock clock cocktail cocktail um and if you really if you can't um you can also help us out by sharing uh our patreon with your friends and family and colleagues and one thing i've really started to realize it's really a great stocking stuffer that uh for people that's really affordable and you it delivers right away and it requires absolutely no contact. So it is perfect for this time if you're looking for a gift idea for those music lovers, those dance lovers, or those behind the scenes lovers. Thank you guys so much uh, for listening in today. I hope this podcast helped you. If it did, please reach out to me let me know that you enjoyed it um and that will tell me that you uh you want more content like this um and yeah happy hanukkah i hope that you all have a wonderful safe and healthy holiday season um and say, Hey, every once in a while, it's, it's funny. I go through waves where I hear a lot from my listeners and I go through other waves where I don't hear as much. And I haven't heard from you guys as much lately. I think we're all, like I said, just in the grind trying to get as much done before things shut down again with this pandemic. So hopefully they don't, but, um, I'd love to hear from you guys. All right. Happy holidays. Check out our Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash movement headquarters HQ. That's movement HQ. And with that, I will bid you adieu. I hope that you enjoyed this week's episode of Pod to Chat, Talking Dance. If there are any topics you'd like to hear me talk about, please feel free to reach out to me via my website contact page at www.barrycrollis.com. Again, that's www.barrycrollis.com. You can also check out my company website, Movement Headquarters Ballet Company. It is www.movementhqballet.org. Again, that's www.movementhqballet.org. You can also reach out on my websites if you'd like to become a sponsor for our podcasts or to book classes in ballet or contemporary technique for choreography or speaking engagements i hope you enjoyed listening in and talking dance with me if you enjoyed this chat please feel free to share rate and review our podcast on itunes every bit of extra visibility helps keep these podcasts running and if this didn't fulfill your dance fix check out my sister podcast on the Premier dance network new hosts <laughs> uh or not that's my old one there are no more new hosts on there that i'm aware of but there are new episodes on there constantly If you want to connect with me to see where I'm choreographing, teaching, and what I'm doing in my everyday life, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, where my name is B bcrollist, or on Twitter at Bariscos. You can also check out my company uh, on Instagram, and that's at movement underscore, that's that little underline thing, headquarters. Uh, You can also check out my blogs. I wrote on Life of a Freelance Dancer for five years about working as a freelance artist traveling the country and independent contracting and then i also have dancing off stage and that talked about the post-performance careers of professional dancers if you want to check out my choreography you can go on to youtube and search for b corollas or movement headquarters to see what we're doing with my company thanks for listening to pot of chats i hope you return two weeks from this friday to talk dance with me And remember to go out and support your local dance scene and wash your hands and wear a mask and stay away from other people this holiday season. Send them love in other ways. Thank you guys. Stay safe. Stay healthy.